everybody welcome back to the ultimate fantasy locker room and it is just what five days after the draft five days it was an exciting weekend uh, i'm ready to kick back with the boys and chop it up we're going to be talking about that draft we're going to be talking about qbs this week a little bit we got a pretty funny ass of the week not class of the week ass of the week and we'll talk about the second round of the basketball playoffs we got tone back with us this week but uh I do before we get into all of that what's going on with you dudes a bunch of greatness for me as a Philly fan, I'll tell you that. Oh, look at Philly. Let's not but get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get I do ahead have, of ourselves. I do have some comments as well. All right. Yeah, give us some comments. Can we can we hear the comments? Are, are they all yeah. bashing Wait, Mark? How did how did the comments cut into us saying what stellar weeks we had? Well, because these comments should by how you're going to listen to these, it'll be a good week for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. But I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, go, I'll go after. It's fine. We no, can, no, no. No, no you, you no. started. You've already so, started. Yeah, I so put my go. foot in the door. The build-up's yeah. there. Mark Sorry. had to say something. All right. So I guess I'll go with Marky Mark first. Words. So this was back. Um, we've kicked a resurgence on Mark's um, NFC predictions, I think. Um, you almost have 400K views. I don't know if you've been checking 400, recently. 400,000 yeah. views. No, I stopped. You know what? I'm humble, man. I stopped at like 150. You know what? I was amazing. like, you know what? I think this is going to keep going, but there's no need to check back, you know? You know what's amazing is what people will watch nowadays. Yeah. It's such a low bar. The crow, <laughs> the crow of judgment does not... Does not approve. Does not approve. Yeah, a lot of people are are coming at your head for you know picking the commanders to make the playoffs and et cetera. Come but at me now, bro. I thought one was pretty funny. Um, the username is hhttp.tickitraveler said, I'm going commando. I thought that was kind of <laughs> on brand for you. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it probably was Mark, actually, just yeah. his burner account. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've never been a commando guy myself. No. You know? No. My boys need, uh, <laughs> need a nest. I've gone commando. Well, that's because you're older. And There's a time and place. They're getting closer to your knees. <laughs> <laughs> they were always close to my knees. Oh my gosh! Out the womb. <laughs> that's a that's a and that's a birth. What ha- you know, a birth you, I mean, I promised myself this show I would be classy. And five <laughs> and seconds in, Mark you're like a you're like a t-ball coach, man. Mark you just keep putting them on the tee for us to to just bat around. Mark has brought me down. Can't Anton put lipstick on me. a pig. Save me, oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> the <laughs> the next next comment. Um, I made a TikTok because I was bored on Sunday, I think it was, and it was about like the stereotypical comments that we might get on some stuff. Quality. And somebody agreed and said, I could be I could be talking about Aaron Donald being good and someone will find a way to disagree. That's so exactly I figured that's right. pretty on yeah. brand. Yeah. yeah. That username was Dante Bonilla. Zero. It's a good name. Bonilla. It's a strong name. You like Dante, that? Yeah, Dante Bonilla. Reminds me of a player that the Mets are still paying. <laughs> <laughs> Through 2075, baby. A lot, a lot with Barry Bonds. Yeah. Didn't he just get paid off? Barry Bonds? Is he still? Because no, last time I checked. I'm thinking Bonilla, of an NBA player. Bonilla's still getting just... I'm pretty sure Bonnie is either 26 or 36. I can't remember. He gets paid off through 2026 or 2036. It's insane. But kudos to him, man, because he knew. He's like, I don't want to blow through my money. This is the money that you would have paid me during this this period in time. You see how Let quick, me extend it. See how quick an off the mark, oh, off the cuff remark, could just 
set Mark on fire down a road of conversation. Just blaze. You just shut up. Blazing the trail. <laughs> and, you know, which I uh, respect him. <laughs> Ant- Anton, are you still getting paid by any of the NFL teams that you played for? No. Unfortunately, no. Uh, no one owes me anything. Man. Dang. Uh, Luol Dang was the player I was thinking of that just got paid off with wow. the Lakers. Luol Dang. Just got paid off, like, finally. Wow. Have anything yeah. about Luol Dang? I don't want to give up. <laughs> no. Yeah. Speaking of uh, basketball players, this final comment was us talking about how Kyrie Irving is either, you know, a jackass or not a jackass, wherever you lie in that spectrum. Um, and then somebody commented, Tyler, I want to say Dietz, D-E-I-T-Z-2, yeah, said Dietz. he's the he's the GOAT. I said, that's got to it's gotta be Cap. Like, he has to be lying. And then we kind of talked about it in the comments. He's like, yeah, you're kind of right. And then we posted another TikTok, unrelated, and then he commented again. He said, ha, 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 Kyrie is the GOAT. And I said, blink <laughs> twice if Kyrie is holding you hostage because yeah. there's got to <laughs> be a reason. I think I was interacting with that guy, and I said, yeah. he did have the greatest shot in Cavaliers history. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He did. So Shout out uh, that guy, though, for commenting a few times on our posts. Trisha saw that clip, and she did say, you're a jackass <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, she wasn't real happy. What did you say about Kyrie? I don't even remember. I said that, is he... A, a jackass, jackass or, or B. B, insane. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And we had a debate about it. It's a that. fair question. I don't think it's out of bounds. Yeah. So back to those NFC predictions, man. Uh, uh, I, I thought a, you were humble. <laughs> I took a lot of shit about Philly. What? Philly ahead of Minnesota? Philly ahead of the Cardinals? How about me now, man? Philly, Philly making some great draft day uh, acquisitions save, there. Gotta save this for later, man. Yeah. Oh, gonna, I will. I just want to rub it in their faces now. So how was your week, Mark? Uh, my week was fantastic. <laughs> After all that. Uh, Mark's quitting his job. Yeah, Anton, yeah. listen to this. Uh, Podcast full time. Mark has sold his house. He's now a millionaire. 700000 no. he And he quit his job. I did quit my job because I would no longer be confined yeah. by the shackles of yeah. corporate America. Yeah. Tell a Mark. Mark is, Mark is having a little bit of a Mark's, midlife crisis. He's about yes. to have a hot girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> you should dye your hair. Or the goatee. No, he's going to go gonna, frost. He's going to frost his tips. Get some tips. Yeah, I cannot wait for this hot girl summer, man. This is going to be fantastic. We're going back to Jersey. We're going to uh, we're going to fix up those properties. We're going to sell those, mm. which might give me the pension to even right. take more time off. And then you, you know can, what? You can buy no, all the fosters no, Mark, you want. Are you going to get your ear pierced? Yes, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it re pierced. He's gonna get both ears pierced. (laughs) I have both my ears pierced. Yeah, me too. You still do. Well they don't just close. Well they do if you don't like over time. Really? Over time they do. I haven't had well I went like ten years without putting anything in them and they didn't close. Oh really well. Really? Wow. Yeah, Yeah, mine hasn't closed. I haven't had anything in it probably for twenty years. So can you we can we how about can we do a TikTok where we re re pierce marks here? Oh Oh, yeah, let's do that. How many how many many subscribers? How many views? Let's pierce your ears. Is it right ear? I'll pierce my ears again. Right ear or left ear? The left one's the it's the left. The what? not so fun one. No, I was asking one. which ear he had pierced. Oh it's not thought, so fun. what are you talking about? I thought you meant which ear should he get pierced. Well no, I was, like, uh, there I was asking which ear. Yeah, he but that was like the early nineties where well, that was a thing. I, I thought that that's what he was referencing. Well, he left, is old, yeah. Left ear no, no, no. I was saying which ear did he get pierced? Because yeah. you both I want both you to have a badass hoop. <laughs> Let's pierce those ears. Hey, I'll get my. Come on, man. The I'll bigger the hoop, piercing. the bigger the hoe. I'll put my. Ear, I've worn earring on the show before. I gotta ask, Anton, did you ever have your ears pierced? You didn't have a Michael Jackson hoop, Michael Jack uh, Jordan hoop. Couldn't do it. Spit man. it out. Yeah, couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> get it. Would that have gone over well in your house with your dad? 
You know, now that I think about it, no one in my family had their ears pierced. In fact, even mm. my sisters wore clip-ons. I, I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. So, yeah. uh, no, I, yeah. I don't know that it would have went over bad. But no one just ever. No one did it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Big. Nobody, nobody tested it. You, you look pretty badass with an eyebrow ring. I think that would me. Yeah, yeah, that would look. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm looking at you now. Get him over like ring. a Texas Longhorn, like a nose ring. Yeah, yeah, right there on the. I think just an sapling. eyebrow ring is just like say something about it. Just say something. Mark, if you go in, you look like I don't know. Riffraff is that the right reference? <laughs> <laughs> Riffraff. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, All right. Man. I don't know what to do. All right, so you ready to get into our pressing issues, Rocky? Pressing issues. What's the issue? If there's issues, we gonna press them. Yeah, I know you wanted me to touch your knee, but I did. I actually <laughs> far asked, away. You know, Anton, I don't ask for much, but one thing that I do ask touch is that knee. you touch my knee during a transition. It would have so. been more like. Well, it can't help it that you're, you know, small and you have to like. Wow. Lean I don't over. like that you did that. Yeah. Poquito. <laughs> Poquito. I like how you moved this chair further away to like further flex on you. Because yeah, he was like, like Phil's going to have to really stretch to touch my knee. Watch this, viewers. I did. I'm going to show you who pays the bills. I did hope that he would maybe like fall. <laughs> the I, I no, I, ju- I just noticed too. We've upgraded our production here, Rocky. Kudos know, to you right? for somehow getting Anton on the big board. Oh, and I actually yeah, found a way to make him bigger because he's, you know, he's oh, the star did power. Did you now? He's the star power. Yeah. You know, yes, so. sir. Yeah, man. Work your magic. So what we're talking about here is uh, something you brought up, Zach. It's pretty interesting. Um, I think as football fans, we all had a veteran on our team and had a new guy come in and, there's always that kind of weird, awkward relationship sometimes where, you know, does the veteran mentor the rookie QB? Is it his place to? Um, I think a story came out about Tannehill, right, saying that it's not his place to mentor yeah. Malik Willis. Yeah, he said he doesn't think that it's his job to mentor him, um, quote-unquote, if he learns from me along the way, then that's a great thing. But he doesn't believe that that's a priority for him. He believes probably focusing on himself, winning football games, and if Malik takes notes, then cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess we'll put it to the table. Who wants to talk about it first? What do you think? Like, I'm kind of interested to hear Anton's I want to hear Anton laugh. Yeah, I want to because do. he's going to have the most valuable opinion. Like, we're all just going to talk shit for, like, okay, 10 minutes. You and, let him take and the And then air. he's, he's going he's gonna to cast the final judgment. But like, see, yeah, he could pick and choose out of one, which one of us made good points. If he goes first, he takes all the air out of the point. Yeah, then we're following him up, and we're like, oh, my God. Okay, dude. I can't argue with that. So who wants to go first? You. You go first. <laughs> I, you know, it's been an interesting offseason with quarterbacks because you got Baker Mayfield, who basically cried woof. Demanded to get traded. Was right? L? Woof, woof. <laughs> he cried woof, woof. He cried woof, woof, woof. He uh, demanded to get traded. Right, kind of ruined his trade market. Then you got Matt Ryan, who kind of handled it perfect. Right, he handled it the right way. He handled it the way it should be. In fact, today he came out and said that he thought he would actually still be with Atlanta had Atlanta not tried to get. Uh, Deshaun and not get Deshaun. Well, so he that. didn't say that. I heard the interview. He so what did he say? He said that there's a possibility that he would have stayed. Still be yeah. So, but I mean, you know, you get kind of like the yin and the yang there. You got like the good and the bad. So Tannehill, who is kind of young himself, he's not an old guy. Well, he's thirty four. Is he really? Yeah. 
Is Tannehill 34? Yeah. yeah, he just doesn't look it. Wow, okay. So then he I played a while in Miami. So then I feel like, to me, I, I do think it's kind of your place. Now, it's not your place to seed, right, and say, okay, here it is. Take it. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that, like, as you're kind of getting a little bit older, if you care about a franchise that has given you a lot of money, mm-hmm. that you do take somebody under your wing and try to make the transition decent. Well, let me say, I, I disagree with you. Yeah. Um, you knew this was coming. I think it, well, I think it depends on the player, the situation. Yeah. He's 34, but, like, in today's NFL, that's not old for a quarterback, number no. one. Number two, it's a team that's contending. So... The guy's making like $38 million a year. It'd be great if he wanted to teach the kids some stuff, right? Right. But the way I look at it, everybody kind of sees, uh, what's, why did I forget his name? Malik. Everybody sees Malik as like a guy that probably should sit a year or two. Yeah. Or at, yeah. I've been here in two to three years. Um, but he's, he's on the contract for two more years. It should be them trying to win. When Brett Favre had Rodgers there, he was trying to. He wasn't trying to mentor Rodgers, and that's why that was always rocky while he was still there. And, and when Rodgers had Jordan Love, same thing. Well, not really, because Jordan Love is not Rodgers. No, no, I mean? no. I get that, but Rodgers famously came out and said, "It's not my job to mentor him." Yeah, yeah I, I just yeah. don't think. I think there's guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick that are brought in to be a bridge, and I think for those type of guys, it is implied. Part of their job is to yeah. kind of groom the, the young guy. So you make a guy that was uh, uh, mentored a bunch of quarterbacks, Mick, uh, McCown, Josh, Josh McCown, McCown. Josh yeah. McCown has, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, so you make a great point there, right? So you know, if you are, if you know that you're that guy, you're the bridge guy, then you, it is they're essentially paying you to come in and not only be the bridge, but to mentor the guy, right? But this is a completely different situation, right? You could look at it kind of like Fortune Fortune 500 companies, right? If this is a business and it's Fortune 500 companies, how they're successful is your level trains the next level to take your job so that you can move up to eventually get retirement and a sweet retirement package, right? So if the NFL was a corporation like they are, that would be, it would be his job essentially to mentor him. Mark, but, did you throw pension in there? Uh, he's hey, confused me. <laughs> Mark is sounding like old money already. Like, yeah, I, I zoned out and then I tuned back and I'm like, pension? Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't sleep on me, man. I'm not like I, old money already. Yeah, we can, we can have fun on here, but I, I, I got a little trick. I got a couple tricks up sleep. Um, but, you know, the, the, old, the old viewer in me says, screw this, man. This is a competition. Ryan, had, Ryan Tannehill's not dead. He's got game. He's going to have his weapons back. They just brought in some brand new weapons. King Henry's going to be, you know, healthy, hopefully. He has to be focused on going out there, like Phil said. He's under contract for two more years. He has to be focused on going out there and getting that team back to the playoffs, getting that team back to the championship, trying to get that team into the Super Bowl. It's not his job to coach a grown-ass man like Malik Willis into becoming the next franchise quarterback. Because Tannehill, shit, Tannehill might want to sign another long-term contract with Tennessee. Why would he want his competition Mm. to take his food off the table for his family? What do you think, Zach? Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, it comes down to circumstance, like you guys were all talking about, an age with quarterbacks or direction of the franchise. But it's hard for me to – I got to think about it in my own experience. Like when you get to a new job, you almost expect a certain type of training or you expect a type of mentorship in a way. So I feel like, and especially as a quarterback, you don't only pay a quarterback to throw the ball and maybe run. You pay them to be a leader for your team. So I think it comes down to – them understanding to a degree that they have to make every, everyone around them better, not just the positions around them, but the same or this quarterback room needs to get better as well with him. So I think part of it can be him helping them out, but 
I mean, he he's gonna Malik wasn't be playing professional football like he has to learn like yeah. one way or another how he does it. That's ultimately up to him. Um, if he gets help, cool. If not, like I'm kind of with Ryan Tannehill on that in a way. Yeah, Tone, you agree with that? You know, you guys have really really thrown out a lot of really really good points and and, and scenarios, and and it just made me just take notes on how many different possibilities there are. Um, but at the end of the day, if I was just flat out answering the question, I would say absolutely not. It's not his job to mentor a player. But then I started to think about the different scenarios that could happen. I'll give you a perfect example. So you just have Kenny Pickett go to Pittsburgh, right? Ben is retired. If if they were able, they being the Steelers, were able to convince Ben to come back one more year, Ben, help this guy teach him, yes, I would say that would be kind of the predetermined uh, course of action and how they want to proceed, and they're asking Ben flat out to be a mentor. Now, if Ben was on the roster and they brought in Kenny Pickett and Ben was like, man, I still got three or four years left, no, all bets are off. So and that that would be a scenario that I could see that Ben could come back and mentor him, but it's not the quarterback's job. You cannot, different from a corporation, a, a normal corporation, when we think of, uh, say, a Fortune 500 company, the, the key caveat to that, you know, sort of grooming a successor to take someone who wants to go to retire is that person gets to retire on their terms. In football, it's not always on your terms. So I'm not right. going to coach someone up and mentor someone up to take my job, number one, unless mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. But then number two, what am I mentoring him on anyway? How to be a quarterback? You should already know that. How to be exactly. a good citizen? You should already know that. How to be a team player? You should already know that. So what am I really teaching him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair points. Yeah. See, Rocky, and that's why we don't let Tone go first because Tone <laughs> has spoken, and that is how that's that is how it is. That so was we, very, that we was had, very eloquent. I had he say. gone yeah. first, we would have all been sitting here twiddling our thumbs. Uh, yeah, what he said. Well, <laughs> can I add one thing to that though? Yeah, yeah. The fact that Ryan Tannehill came out and made these comments, and there's a lot of criticism for it for how he responded because you usually would think he'd be like, you know, yes, sir, all the time as a quarterback in the league, but <laughs> we automatically assume that the quarterback has to do one thing or another, but like the franchise is the one that put him in that position. Like um, Anton brought up Pickett and Trubisky. Trubisky just signed there. His job really is not to mentor Pickett in any way. No, I think Trubisky's in a totally different yeah. situation than even. No, 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 no. I said Big Ben, not Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, which was Trubisky great- shouldn't be like, they shouldn't tell People shouldn't be looking at Trubisky as, oh, he should mentor Pickett because that's not his job. The no. Steelers brought in no. a quarterback. Well, let's no, be fair. I think Trubisky couldn't mentor him anyway. Oh, well, that's biased. I think they're – I mean, it's just different. He's not established there. They're basically both going in there to compete for the starting yeah. job. Yeah, so. it's, yeah. It, it's a, com- right. it's a mm-hmm. true competition. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you don't draft a quarterback who's 24 already. Yeah. And want him to right. sit for a year or two. Yeah. You're That's saying true. Kenny all, Pickett is coming. All in Tone was doing. Tone Tone picked a perfect example to highlight exactly what that would what look would like if, if it was it somebody's yeah. job to mentor somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's bringing somebody back that just yeah. recently retired and saying, "Hey, before you go, pass the torch to this guy because here, right. here's our." Right. There has yeah. to be a franchise decision, definitely. Because yeah. which for, I yeah. which but but to be fair, I think that's what the Packers thought what happened they were doing with brett Favre. <laughs> and Aaron that's Aaron fair Rogers. but it did yeah. well that's because and he Aaron, said he was retiring and then he said yeah. well wait a minute i got <laughs> another 10 years so you know yeah. it doesn't and always to his, he played well but speaking of the draft how much of the draft did you watch this weekend tone i watched most all of it um to be honest with you 
it was a little late for me in my yeah. old age, so mm-hmm. uh, I went to take a shower and came back, and lo and behold, it was still on. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I watched I watched most of it. I got I got to see what I wanted to see. Yeah, cool. So we're gonna actually talk about the draft now. Uh, I don't know if did you text them about uh, what we're doing? Yeah, we did, okay, yeah. so we're I gonna. Think, I, yeah, I think Mark's got some ideas here. What do you mean? Of, of how he wants to so he it told yeah, yeah yeah he told so I'm gonna pitch to Mark first just so he could uh oh yeah please do you mind going first well I would uh, okay <laughs> well, what did we decide we never actually decided are oh, we you going, said you're so gonna, gonna do, do all three, three right yeah. the yeah. crew of, dej- of judgment okay. let's not leave that curtain open but what we are gonna talk about we're gonna each pick um our team that had the best draft team that we think had the worst draft and a guy one guy that we think went too early or too late. And a short, I'm going to emphasize to you, a short description of your well, position. There's can nothing we, short over here. Can we define what oh, yeah. Stamina? No, it's there. This side of the table definitely has length. Can we de- I'll tell you what. Can we define what short is? Let's no. keep it. Well, we're I mean, using. He, when I start use his barometer. When I start doing this, that means we should get a gavel. Too long. A gavel for the crow to hold, and whenever we're off topic, someone just takes yes. the gavel and starts banging the table. Maybe I can mechanize the crow, and so if somebody talks too long, <laughs> the crow flies and pecks out their eye. Well, that would be wow. impressive for you, considering we just got Anton then on the big Then we'd board. have to get UFO. We'd have to hey, get UFO eye patches. But but I think I've pro. <laughs> I think I've proven that nothing is beyond my you know technical capabilities. Okay. Mechanize oh, a crow. Yeah, you did great. I will <laughs> mechanize bring, a crow. Bring a crow to life, Rocky. Hey, <laughs> I am mechanizing a. Listen. You essentially turned the TV into an iPhone, Rocky. Congratulations. With, All right, did, uh, let me ask you something. With so my he, money, I think I can mechanize a crow nice. that would attack Mark. Fair enough. So, so real quick. Oh, with who, my money, I will. I will assemble a. Defense, Jesus an Christ. eagle to eat your crow. Scott Poor Phil. Crow net. <laughs> let, let Phil talk. Hey, God. Listen. <laughs> yeah. I know it's hot. Listen. It is a little warm in here. Who, um, why, I want to see who watched the most and least of the draft. Okay, that's fair. I want to see what. It, so you basically said you watched all of it, right? All the first round. We all watched. Well, I don't know how much you watched. So no, we I, get to that. I was Thursday yeah. night. We watched the whole draft here, the whole yeah. first round. Right? Did you watch that whole I was, Thursday? I night? was live with you guys. Okay, watching you. Yeah. So we all got Thursday night down. So now, which is where you really separate the boys from the men, yeah. is Friday, Saturday. How much did you guys watch? Yeah. Let's go start from I'm there. Still, we'll go I'm around. I'm still a wee oh, no, little boy. All right, so we're starting with you. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, did you, you watch know. any? I had, I have a job, man. Couldn't couldn't be watching now. Uh, just for the record, we all have jobs. All right, <laughs> <laughs> well, except for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're still working, but you basically just you're on your phone all day too. Yeah. But <laughs> how much of the draft did you watch on Friday? I watched all of Thursday night. Uh, none of Friday because I did I did work Friday and then uh, none of Saturday either. Because okay, so you so, watched nothing. No, no, we were doing a lot of like house shopping <laughs> very and stuff. Long winded Mark explanation. <laughs> so, <laughs> you've only watched what you were forced to watch for the show here. Essentially, okay. right. but I did a lot of homework, which I like to do. Okay, what about you, Rocky? Um, I watched, of course, all of Thursday. I did watch <laughs> part of Friday. The reason I said that was so that everybody doesn't say that. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I watched uh, part of Friday and I actually monitored. All of Friday and all of Saturday. Well, I didn't ask what you monitored. Did you watch? No, I I, I couldn't watch Saturday because I was actually at a graduation. Mm. Oh, but, nice. uh But I did watch. Um, I really watched all of the second round and most of the third. So I just missed part of Friday. Rocky paid a okay. team of people to watch the draft for him and yeah. then report back. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, several. Um, in fact, Mel Kuyper was uh, updating <laughs> me live. 
So I watched about two hours Friday. Most of it, I got late. In, well, not late, but I was late for the second round. I got in around like the fifth pick, right before the Giants picked. And, well, right before they traded back. And then, well, yeah, the draft is like a, the Super Bowl for a Giants Saturday. Fan. Well, that's not just not true, okay? You're a Bears fan, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, the draft is Did nowhere you, near you a Super Bowl for me. We, we, uh, you know, <laughs> the Bears don't have. We've a Super been Bowl. to the Super Bowl in the last ten years. We no, we haven't. Yeah, it's been all a right. Couple so more than that. Saturday, I might have watched twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday's big family day in the Pasquale house. Big family day. I was, though, I will say, very excited about one of the Browns' picks on Saturday. Well, I don't want to know about that right very, now. Very, very excited about We'll talk about that. Later. I don't want to hear about right. that. Yeah, okay. Nobody wants to hear about the Browns. So, who wants to go first? Rocky? No. Mark? All right, I'll go first. He said no. <laughs> All right. So, let me start with, I want to start with my biggest loser of the draft. I'm, I'm Yourself. Gonna, I'm going to call out Cincinnati here. I, I, I loved, I loved what Cincinnati did last year. I think they have an exciting young team. I think they're going to be contenders probably throughout Joe Barrow's career. They punted this now, draft, man. Wait, this was. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask you a question? Sure, is, you can. You can interrupt me. Is Burroughs pluralized? Because you're always busting my nuts. No, it's Joe Barrow. Nobody's busting your nuts. I pluralized. Here, Burrow's career. You bust it's your own career, nuts, right? It's yeah. the career possession of Joe Burrow, which makes it Burrow's career. Yeah, I think the point Rocky was trying to make, that you don't need to tell us, like, this team's next five years projection. Just Sure we do. No, just so, tell us what to, you thought. So I think, I think what happened, what we saw in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl, right, Eli Apple got destroyed. Yeah. So I think this draft was a knee-jerk reaction. Where, where did he play? To college? Who Eli Apple? Yeah. The, I, know, I know he played Ohio for the, the Ohio State. Yeah. I know he played for the Giants for a little bit too. Yeah, but, but he that did was play <laughs> under a different name at Ohio State, so that means something. What do you mean different name? He changed his name when he made from Elijah Rose. Apple to Eli. Eli's just a nickname for Elijah. No, he had a different name at Ohio State. What, what was it? I don't remember to be honest. Well, I said, shut up, then. Oh Jesus my God, God, that was just nonsense. So. Their draft, I think they were reaching. Their first two picks were safeties. Later on, they took another safety. I think they're trying to... I get that they're trying to, to, to shore up their their defensive backfield, but I really do think this was a knee-jerk reaction to Eli Apple getting picked apart. I think there were smarter decisions on the board for mm-hmm. them to shore up this already young and talented team, and I think they punted. I think they could have done a little bit better. Okay. Which leads me painfully to who I think won draft day. And not... Sh- Put your arms down. This, besides the draft. Attack. <laughs> but aside from the draft, they made the best draft day trade and shored up this offense. And that's Philadelphia, man. Philly went on a tear in this draft and on draft day, getting, oh. bringing A.J. Brown into town to pair with, to pair, to pair with um, Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. <clears throat> You know, Miles Sanders, his research, I think Miles Sanders' resurgence is coming again this year. Hertz is going to be able to, he's going to be able to kind of do his thing and be a little bit more relaxed. I really love what they did with their offense. And then on top of that, they go and they pick up some defensive studs as well. And I'm trying to get to, to their actual draft. Um, Jordan Davis goes to the, yeah, the first I mean, round. So obviously Jordan Davis, right? So we know what their, their first round pick was, right? And then, um, they, they shore up their center, a young center, Cameron uh, Jurgens from Nebraska, to play with Hurts, hopefully, uh, you know, a long career together. Then they come back with two inside linebackers, and here's my biggest mover. This was my biggest surprise. N'Kobe Dean 
falling all the way to the 19th pick of the third round is friggin' criminal. Roquan Smith already, he tweeted out and said, NFL, you done screwed up. This guy should have been a first round pick like he was projected. And I mean, Nicobe Dean is, he's six foot, 225, right? He was, let's just throw this out there. So third round, 19th pick. His position rank was number one. He should have been the first inside linebacker off the board. His overall rank was 19, which is middle of the first round, right? And his overall grade was a 91. This guy has first round written all over him. Now, he didn't, I know that he had the pectoral muscle that he opted not to have surgery on, which shows you that it probably wasn't as bad as everyone let on. And they're going to let on that it's bad because he's from an SEC powerhouse team, right? So this guy, he forwent the, the combine, went forwent pro day. He didn't do a lot of his stuff. But I have a couple of stats from when he did his college pro day as a senior in high school. This dude scored oh, a wow. He scored a 117 on deep cut. He scored a 117 on his spark test. 130 is elite. So as a senior in high school, he scores a 117 and that measures speed, power, agility, reaction time and quickness. You know it only got better playing in the SEC, right? Cuz he 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 came out as a junior as a bulldog. So he's facing stiff competition. So you know that spark score is only going to increase. This guy I don't know. I, I think a lot of teams missed <clears throat> on this guy. I think the Eagles get an absolute steal here in the third in the third round of this draft and just solidify what was to me was the greatest, not to mention how many trades they had. They brought themselves uh, you know picks for for years to come as well. I mean Wally just, Roseman. It was well, I'll just it was say this. what I heard the critique of uh Dean was was he's a little bit well, not a little bit. He's undersized. He's a tweener. <laughs> And the problem with What's him that is like that in between, like he's really safety, he, he, strong he's, safety. Yeah. He's a little bit like JOK. Was I thought that year. was derogatory. I mean, he, he's he's yeah. he's undersized for a middle linebacker, inside linebacker. He's undersized as a yeah, but it uh, did work out linebacker. for JOK though. Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, there, there's re- I think he fits the Eagles, especially for yeah. uh, who they took in the first round. I yeah. think a guy like him, he's going to need to be able to run free. See the ball, get the like, see and hit, read and react. He can't really get mixed up with guys getting to the second level. So them taking, uh, well, I, I'm well Eagles, with Eagles historically have a, a smaller, quicker defense too. I mean, I think that's kind of the yeah. route that Philly but always needs, seems to go for. He needs big, bigger men in front of him to play his game. Well, well, Jordan, they went out and got Jordan. Size. They went out and got Jordan Davis. So, well, that's I what mean, I'm saying. That's why it fit. Yeah. So and I that's think why this was a master draft. Probably scared off. Seems like from somebody him said that the Eagles front office was pretty amazing several weeks ago, saying that the way they trade and get picks. Yeah, Zach, that was a great call, man. No, that was me. Good call. Actually, it was me. Tone. <laughs> it goes like good. What do you got, Tone? <laughs> oh, you are supposed to do your. Person? Oh, you did your. I did. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I didn't hear you tone. What you say? Blow my transition, sorry. man. That was a great segue, and you just uh, you outed it. Unbelievable. That's bush league, Phil. Mark, shut up. <laughs> tone, what oh, you say? Am I going then? Yeah, go. Yeah. So you, you you want to know about winners and losers? Yeah, please. Say All this. right. So very very easy for me for the winners because there's a team out there that that was really really close, and they they went out and did what they needed to do in the draft, kind of. Fill spots to solidify their team, and, I, and I, I will almost guarantee, I won't guarantee, but I'm almost guarantee they'll be right back where they were this year, and that's the Buffalo Bills. They're going to be my winners. You know, these guys go out, they get a shutdown corner in Elam from Florida. They get James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother, mm-hmm. um, and they get, a, they get a key linebacker from Baylor. To me, that's a team that's putting together, a, basically plugging holes, 
and putting together uh, uh, the pieces of the puzzle that they think they need to be contenders uh, and, and continue on their journey uh, getting to a championship. So they're definitely my winner. Uh, my loser is very, very simple, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Uh, and the reason I say the Chiefs, man, how did you trade away a guy that no one can cover? I mean, you don't trade away Tyreek Hill. It's like, to me, trading away Tyreek Hill is like taking points off the board. Um, you, you, to me, I don't care what you did in the draft. That's a guy that everybody wants. That's a guy that you, it's, it's so hard to find. You lost in the draft because you could not replace that. Yeah, they, and they had to. They they drafted was it two wide receivers? They got your boy that you wanted, Sky, Sky Moore. Moore. Yeah, Sky Moore. And then they just signed uh, <laughs> Justin Ross from uh, Clemson, I believe. They signed him as an undrafted undrafted free agent, and he's another guy that has tremendous upside. Um, but you're right. Like, can any of them? Like, what is their ceiling? Could they be? Anywhere near as good as Tyreek Hill, they know what they have in Tyreek Hill. They just didn't want to pay him. They don't want to pay him, and maybe they couldn't. I don't pay think him. anyone's covered. Look, yeah, but, but you you didn't mind paying Mahomes, right? And yeah. who was it? Who, who was it? Was it the guy throwing it or the guy catching it mm-hmm. that no one can keep up? With? I still think that's <laughs> up for debate. Yeah, I guess we'll see. We will see, won't we? We yeah, will see. Yeah, we will see. Uh, who was your uh, biggest mover? Was there a player sorry, in the draft? Again? Was there a player in the draft that you thought fell too far, or one that you thought was picked too high? You know, I, I have to agree with you on the Kobe Dean. You know, as a player, as a, as a lineman, I look at linebackers and guys like that, and I try to decide would I have problems with them. You know, and when I play, would I have problems with them? I mean, that guy creates problems for linemen, and there's there, it's like an intangible that you can't always you can't. I mean, look at the players that we have in the league. Look at the players that come through the league. You can't always bracket them in a certain size, a certain height, and a certain weight. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Should, should Kyler Murray really be able to do what he's doing? I mean, he's got speed, but this guy is small, right? So you can't always go by that stature. This guy, uh, Nicobe Dean, is what I, uh, I refer to as a football player. Yeah. And whoever gets him is, is going to have a, a guy that they're going to, you know, it, it almost reminds me of a Singletary type guy that can just do everything. And remind you of uh, London Fletcher at all? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He just gave you a know, greater comparison. I, I love the way Mike plays. You have to respect that. I don't oh, care what that. Well, the you know the thing I the, about the size. Thing I can't figure out is the the entire NFL. It seems like is kind of almost anti linebacker right now, and it it seems like if the teams that are kind of like trying to figure out how to use them effectively are actually doing it really well. JOK last year fell into the second round. The Browns were shocked to get him. They had a first-round grade on him, and he was tremendous. He actually challenged for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Didn't do it because he got hurt, missed a couple games. But in the games that I watched, he was everything you wanted him to be, and he was a little bit undersized. Some teams didn't know quite what he was, but I think Dean is even better. If Dean is healthy, yeah. Dean is even better than JOK. I don't know that I don't know that he's as good as I think Micah Parsons set the bar last year for, you know, rookie linebackers coming into the league. I don't know that he's Micah Parsons level, but I don't think he's very far off. Yeah. Quite honestly. Yeah. All right. So uh yeah, it's very instinctual. You know, I think the league is looking for, for, for corners that can play linebacker as opposed to mm-hmm. linebackers that can cover. <laughs> yeah. Because uh-huh. they want the corners that can cover, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'll just go ahead with mine. Um my worst, and uh, I mean, it kind of—it's a little bit of a cop out here. But the Los Angeles Rams, I thought, 
had a bad draft. Um, and part of the reason is they didn't have a pick in the top 100. Um, yeah. When they did get a pick, they take a, they take a guard in Logan Bruss, who was kind of a reach, especially with Cole Strange off the board. Um, they got a cornerback in the mid-third round, which was kind of a need for them, but it felt like a bunch of nothing. And, I mean, I know they were a good team. They're, you know, obviously, right? But Are they good? It just felt – I know. I'm just saying it just – I just – they didn't do anything. Right. And I know they've traded away their future and all that jazz, but I was expecting, you know, just to go fill a need there with a guy that's kind of a reach at that point. You know, why don't you just go get another playmaker? If you're all yeah. in, go, you know, do mm. what you're doing. They had a very similar draft to Cincinnati. Same thing, man. It was just a very underwhelming draft for a team that was represented in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I guess the counter argument is, is it an underwhelming draft or is it a really good team that just picked? Doesn't have needs. Yeah, or picked for the need they thought they had. That's right. fair. I'm not arguing that, but I'm just saying based, I mean, if we're just looking at the drafts yeah. on the paper. It's, it's underwhelming. It's, yeah, yeah, not a lot. I mean, there. that's what they're going to, that's what you know, Twitter and TikTok's going to blow up when we clip these too, is that these teams are supposed to go out there and address their needs. And that could be with Cincinnati. You know, we'll maybe, maybe, maybe their secondary was the only need that they really you know, that they really highlighted and they went out and they got three guys in the secondary for me. I would have just liked to have seen a couple of, you know, a couple other selections there that would have, you know, jettisoned this team into every year being a contender. Hey, can we get creative and get a pick in the top 100 somehow? I don't think you know, so. Oh, that'd be cool. I don't, but think so. anyway, yeah. all right. So my best, my best draft, um, much as it pains me to say, but I hate him and love him like a little brother, you know, the one that doesn't win. The New York Jets, J-E-T-S, 11 picks Jets, they made. Jets, Jets. So you can't, like, raise your arms to two teams. Yeah, I that, know. Yeah, it's it's, it's got, fraudulent. You've got to choose one. Yeah. But the Jets, listen, the Jets, 11 picks in this draft. Their first, their top three picks are arguably top 10, I, top I, 15 players in this draft. I their top agree. five picks were amazing. I, I agree. And I'll, I'm just going to keep it to the three, and I'll, I'll talk about Reese as well. But, I mean, they drafted for a need. And they arguably got the best player at that position. You could argue in all three of those spots. Well, it's their fourth pick. They got the best running back in the draft. They got the best running back in the draft, which is a big need for them. They get Gardner. They get Wilson. They get Jermaine Johnson. And Jermaine, I mean, I think Gardner is definitely one or two, whether you like him or Stingley. Uh, Wilson, it could be Yarga. I think that he should have went before... um, Who's the guy you were high on that went before him? Chris Olave. No, not Chris Olave. Drake yeah, London. No, Drake, Drake London, London, which yeah. I thought was a bad pick. Uh, they go get Wilson, and then yeah. Jermaine Johnson is arguably him and uh, Thibodeau, probably the two of the best pass rushers in, in the first round that went. And then they get Reese in the second round. I mean. Yeah, Brees Hall. Brees Hall in the second round. To compliment Michael Carter, who's more of your change of pace, you know, reception back. <laughs> go out and get pretty solidly. It's insane. And then wow. come back and get a tight end, Tyler Croft. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who's I, I mean, some people consider to be the best tight end in the draft. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so super strong draft from them. Uh, Joe Douglas did a great job. You just hope the quarterback could kind of mature this year and they, they might be a team that could make a little bit of noise, maybe threaten for a wild card. But I mean, they up their talent a lot. So they just won draft. the AFC East with that draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going. over here trying to make clips. <laughs> yeah, I know you're going. Know. It's the it's the tone in his voice for me. Was there, was there a player that you thought? Yeah, there's a play. Rocky. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, buddy. Fast. <laughs> so the player that I thought uh, who went too high, 
um, was John Mechie the third. That's when, fair. Uh, number forty four overall, the Texans traded up to get him, and you know he was a solid player. Um, supposed to go in round two, not as early as he went, not to be traded up for. There were guys left on the board that I mean George Pickens, Sky Moore were still there. It's a guy that tore his ACL in the SEC championship. To go up and get him, I mean, they must really like this guy, but I think it was a bit of a reach, especially to give up uh, some draft capital to go up and get him. Well, there was two There was two picks that blew up the uh, Browns draft board. It was that pick, and then it was the Minnesota Vikings, who their new GM came out of the Browns' office, and the Vikings jumped up mm. to pick the cornerback the Browns wanted, and the Browns wanted Mechie at the 44th pick in the second round. Oh, so and they would have over, so overdrafted him. Yeah, they would have, but they would have because they they saw the run on wide receivers. I get where you're coming from with that, right? And I think it's a pretty good call, but shit, man. I just History tells me that I can't discount any Alabama wide receiver, man. Alabama is a wide receiver factory. You never know. They're, they're second and third wide receiver if they end up being the actual wide receiver one in the NFL. I think their wide receivers have been hit or miss, to be yeah. honest. Who's, who's a miss for you? Ruggs. Well, Whoa. yeah, that's a big one, but too so, hashtag too soon, buddy. Judy, All right. I feel like Judy's still mm. yet no, to be I, determined. Judy's also had shit quarterback play. We'll see saying, this year with, I, with it, Danger Russell this year. The jury's out. Amari yeah. Cooper for all the hype has kind of been okay. I think Cooper's been solid. Four I think Julio's yards. been I know, solid. Solid I think, is not what you're, we're talking about. I mean, though. Four thousand yards receiving. Why you're being, why you're being controversial? What do you think about Ridley? Yeah, but he, is Ridley a bust for you too? <laughs> yeah. Rugs, Ridley, them he, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Ridley. He should cool. come to Philly. <clears throat> the Raiders didn't hold on to Cooper. Why? Because he, no he underperformed. He had drop issues. Well, he, he could, went to Dallas. Supposed to be their number one receiver. They never really made a. I mean, he was productive, but. He was solid. I, I just don't think he really lived up to what he was supposed to be when he was drafted. Well, I think he was drafted to be something he's not. I think he is like he is a number one, but he's more of a number one B. He's a number one to me like Amani Toomer was a number one on, for yeah. the Giants. He's a really strong. He's a great route runner. He's not the fastest, not the biggest, but he is a number one. He's an okay number one, yeah. a great, like not an elite a, number two. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's not a Jarvis Landry number two, but he is not a Cooper Cup number one. It's like how Kadarius Tony wishes he was as good as yeah. these guys. Or Jalen Rager. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Rager we've made up for that. as good as Richard Higgins. We've, we've made up for that. <laughs> AJ Brown and Devontae Smith Well, we'll see otherwise. if he plays. Okay, let me go through mine now. <laughs> Uh, I stopped to go to are the you supposed to go? Yeah, and, and I think yours should yeah. be gone yet. Yeah, no, I haven't. No, so, uh, so you're my, so long-winded. You know, oh, I'm sorry. I, this is not a hate because you, you know, guys Tom, talk more to me. Tom Brady's no longer a place for this team, but it's the the Patriots, and I'm kind of surprised to say this. And I could be proven wrong. Bilicek is a pretty good, uh, you know, analyzer of talent. But I thought that they picked way too high with, of Cole Strange. I think that actually the Rams were thinking he would be available to them mm-hmm. on their pick. Um, and it was a shock. If you watched, other teams were laughing yeah. I don't think at that he pick. knew that he was supposed to get picked in the first round either. Yeah, it Sean was, McVay uh, was laughing. Yeah, Sean yeah. McVay. It was an uh, uh, offensive guard out of Chattanooga. Which he shouldn't because Belichick's his daddy. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. I okay. think he was laughing because he was like, "We were going to take him. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. we they do? were going <laughs> to take him." And what pick was the first pick for the Rams? Yeah, third round. It was over one hundred. Yeah. yeah. But I guarantee you, every night since the draft, Sean McVay is going to bed thinking, "Shit, what, what did that why, son of yeah. a bitch know that I didn't?" Yeah. 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 But then you got they followed it up with uh, Tyquan Thornton, the wide receiver from Baylor. Who listen, he's a decent wide receiver. 
He's actually really quick. He's got some speed. But my gosh, when they chose him, I had six wide receivers that I thought tested better than. And I'm not Bill Belichick. No. But he doesn't draft well, though. But he doesn't, he draft, doesn't wide draft wide receiver receivers well. well. No. And so my whole thought is there's six receivers rated better than this. Then he backs it up. Punt returner. His next two picks are five, seven, 170-pound cornerbacks. <laughs> Those are his next two picks. Marcus Jones out of Houston and Jack Jones out of um, ASU. <laughs> Do they the have only, the same last name? Uh, Jones and... Marcus Jones and Jack Jones. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Belichick's just bored at this point. Right? Yeah, he's he driving, drafting five, seven cornerbacks. <laughs> five, five, seven is it's hard to find one five, They seven both have the same yeah. last name. Yeah. This Vegas. is the first draft that I can remember that he hasn't drafted like six tight ends in. Yeah. The he's only, done it for like the last like 10 years. Well, because he signed two last year. <laughs> the only uh, a pick I, I liked was Bailey Zapp, the, the Western Kentucky quarterback. A great I, name, by the way. Yeah, great name, and I think he's, he's obviously... Zap? Mac Jones? No, no, not the. Oh. I'm just saying Mac Jones I, I think is there. Zap is going to be a really great backup QB, mm. and I think he's got potential starter. And I think the way he plays, it really, it, it is Mac Jones. So if Mac went down for any injuries, it would be a seamless gotcha. transition. Yeah. Um, he drafted two running backs, neither of which were high on anybody else's board. So I just yeah. thought it was a bad draft. It's just a typical Belichick. No, Belichick yeah. knows the um. The team I hate to admit is the team I hate worse, almost worse than any other team. The Cowboys? The Ravens. Oh, yeah. I hate yeah, the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. They had Kyler, uh, uh, Kyle Hamilton, mm-hmm. which I thought was an amazing pick. Mm-hmm. Then they traded back into the first round. Got Tyler uh, Linderbaum, the center. Mm-hmm. He's not exciting to me, but I think he's going to be their center for the next 10 years, 12 mm-hmm. years. Um, they got David Ajabu from Michigan, who I think could honestly end up with a better career than Hutchinson, to be honest with you. Mm. And I think he's a first-round talent. He's injured, but I, yeah. I think it was a good pick. They got two tight ends that I like. They got, the whole draft. Uh, well, they got yeah, spot. <laughs> well, they got Isaiah Likely in the last round, who I think is a really a good tight end. Isaiah Likely to be good? I like that, too. Uh, yeah. And they got, listen to this, David Falil, who's a 6'8", 4'8". 100-pound lineman. Large man. Got to love that. Anyway, so I think that as far as players that fell or rose, I thought Malik Willis fell too far. I do think he's got some issues that he's got to work out. I think he's got a hitch in his throw. But there's raw talent. He's got a good arm. And I just felt like there were enough teams that should have taken a chance Maybe not in the first, but in the second round. My fear is that the media did Malik Willis dirty because yeah. every year they try to find some under-the-radar quarterback from a small school that they're like, this guy could be the the first quarterback taken off the board. And I just I feel bad because I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he could be very good. But I, I, I think the assessment on him, I think this was accurate, man. I think he should have gone like second or third round. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he was kind of – the product of them trying to force some guys to the top in a very weak quarterback class. Yeah, but I look at like Matt Corral and I look at Malik and I go Malik for upside potential 
over Corral. I think Corral's a good quarterback. He might actually start sooner and yeah. maybe be more consistent, but he doesn't have the upside of Malik. You know, so if you're looking for that upside and you're drafting in the second round, if I'm Carolina, I'm probably taking yeah. him. Mm-hmm. If I'm Seattle, who I just lost a quarterback a lot like Malik, I'm probably drafting him. Yeah, yeah, it does depend on situation. I'm glad you brought up Carolina because that was the team that I thought had one of the better drafts it, of the day of the of the entire thing. Nice transition. Thank you. Thank you. I I tried to go with some way to take the obviously baton. yeah right obviously the Jets the Eagles like they had the Giants they had good drafts but like what was like a low key good draft I think Carolina because Carolina kind of historically has not fortified their line they don't really take linemen in their top like first or second round picks they usually go with like the Christian McCaffrey's of the world and things like that skill positions that might you know not last as long. So I think they did well there. I think they did well by drafting Matt Corral, actually, which um, Carolina basically said everything else is okay. Let's see what happens at quarterback. We have a decent plan B now. Um, I, I just think you, you do well. You you get some linebackers to kind of add depth to that defense. That is pretty good. Like, Brian Burns is good. Uh, they didn't keep Stephon Gilmore. Is he still? We don't know, right? Yeah, but either way, they drafted another cornerback in Kalon Barnes, which I think is pretty decent. I just think it was a good draft. I mean, they did what they had to do, and they might vie for a for a maybe the seventh or the sixth seed now. Who who knows? Um, the team that I think had one of the worst drafts, and this is I mean, this, it's Mark's Bears. Unfortunately, they were a team that we highlighted before. We were talking about like the way that teams can go for the draft, and I I remember saying that the Bears depending on what they do in this draft, they either become fighting for a playoff spot or they're looking towards the 2023 draft. And I think, honestly, this draft kind of puts them towards that perspective more. Because I just don't feel like they, they really did a whole lot. I mean, Kyler Gordon was a good pickup. I think he's going to be a above-average starter in the league. But after that, they didn't really go lineman as early as I want, as I thought they should have gone. To protect fields. And yeah. for a new regime, too, it, it's... It was just kind of weird. I didn't really think that the direction of what they were supposed to be drafting is what they ended up doing. Um, I like the quantity of picks. I feel like when you're a team that's kind of trying to get over an old regime, like quantity over quality, honestly, maybe that's what the game plan was. But as far as helping Justin Fields, kind of fortifying or revamping an offense, I I don't know if I really was in love with what they did. What I would argue here... 20 seconds, right? What I would argue here is that, you know, with the new regime... You know, they were handed a draft that was already decimated from prior mistakes, right? So they did. They got themselves back in this draft a bunch, and they did stockpile. They had eight additional draft picks that yeah. they that they traded around. Um, I agree. I I would have gone offensive line sooner, but honestly, what I what I think they did is I I think they probably did their scouting correctly. And you know, the secondary is a big point of contention with Chicago, so I think they went solid secondary here, and I think they did their their homework on these low-key, under-the-radar linemen from Southern Utah, from San Diego State, uh, from from Southern University, you know, guys that maybe not every team was looking for, and they knew that they could get value. Um, Originally, I I wasn't sure how I felt about that Vilas Jones pick. I was like, God damn, aren't there better receivers on the board? Honestly, Looking back, there's only other one other receiver that was available that I would have taken. That was Calvin Austin the third. He was still available when they took Vilas, but I get how Vilas fits into the scheme, and I'm interested to see. I'm not going to say this was a terrible draft. It wasn't how I would have drafted, but again, I'm not an NFL GM, so there's that. <laughs> well, I think fair. that that can be said. Like the Browns didn't draft the way I would have drafted, but I don't know that I was right or wrong. Yeah, yeah. I do think we didn't mention them, but I do think you mentioned 
uh, Calvin Austin. I thought the Steelers, another team that nailed. Oh, the dude, they killed it with Carl Pickens too. Carl yeah. Pickens has the lowest drop rate in all of FBS. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And to knew sprinkle the it in a little bit, the player that I thought was taken too late was Kyle Hamilton. I feel like he could have gone to, honestly, any team and made them better in the secondary. Um, Ravens fans are probably thinking that that was a steal in a way. Um, he could have gone to, any, honestly, anybody above them, but I was looking at them, maybe even the Eagles taking them because we didn't win the Honey Badger sweepstakes. But, yeah, he was a top eight overall pick that went 14th. Nobody wants to... Make fun of my Browns for taking a kicker in the fourth round? <laughs> well, you just did. Well, we'll see. <laughs> it's Cleveland. It's expected. I mean, they needed a kicker. No? I love that pick. He, he is the best kicker to come out yeah. in probably five years. Uh, 15. Well, I don't know. I mean. You're going to talk up any Browns no, selection. No, no. Listen. 15. You just, I mean, you just did that. Uh, yeah. 15 no, of I didn't, 17. I, didn't talk about I actually denounced what I said. I wouldn't have drafted that way, but I'm willing to see what it, what it turns out to be. 15 you were of 17 from the from past 50-yard line. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you take chances on kickers. They How have is a he lot not taken in the top 10? That's Nobody's insane. arguing with you, though, yeah, you know? So. Yeah. Hey, Tone. <laughs> what you think of that, huh? How'd it feel sitting there listening to all that shit? <laughs> It's, it's amazing. It's, it's like uh, it's one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. There we go. Oh, that's what we are. There's a, there's a gun pointed there behind is. the camera. The crow <laughs> approves. Hey, so are, are you staying with us for our uh, ass of the week or no? No, no, no. You guys, you guys, you guys. You, guys, you, guys. <laughs> you sure? It's a good podcast, <laughs> but he's had enough. <laughs> All right, Tom. We thank you for joining us. So we hope you pleasure. have a great week. All right, man. Take thank it easy. Guys. I'll see y'all next week. Yes, sir. Peace. Eli, uh, Apple's actual name is Eli Woodward. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Wow. <laughs> Can we refer to him as Woodward? Rocky, I like that Woodward. look. Do you? Oh, yeah. that looks nice. All right, so you heard it. Let's get into our next section. S of the week. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Hey, you know, All you. right, so our... <laughs> Ass of the week is Ed Marinaro, Paisan himself. A <laughs> uh, former Vikings player who uh, got up on stage at the draft to uh, present in the second to. round. <laughs> and essentially gave his Hall of Fame speech. He's <laughs> Hall of Fame induction I mean, speech. He, he pulled the Joe Biden is what he did. I don't, yeah. you know, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy started giving his bio. Uh, <laughs> I was telling Rocky on the phone, I said, this reminds me, you know, I don't know about you guys. Have you ever had like a situation where you had to speak in front of people and you just like fumbled it? Yeah. Yeah. So my brother's wedding, <laughs> I did the toast. I was the, one of the best men. Me and Zach were the I best I should have brought up the picture of you guys. It's a good picture. Uh, which one? The picture of all the boys. That I could throw nice, it up there. Yeah, I got it. a nice picture. They're good looking guys. So Maybe I, I got up there. I was a little drunk. And here's the, a little backstory, right? When I was younger, I, you know, I used to make music. I wrote all that stuff. So I go up there and I actually I'm have some a bit on on the board. I yeah, asked what? Josh for uh, one of your old demos. Why? <laughs> play during the show. Does he have <laughs> it? Just ask me. Oh, I'll play it. We, it's not bad. I'll I've been asking you for for a year and a half. I don't like you that much, man. <laughs> it is. But yet hey. you wanted the carpool today. No, yeah, well, <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> hey, hey, low cost gas. It's, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't so, about you. That was so about my gas. Listen, I started. Mark. I started. I'm not going to get into the whole toast. I'm just going to say that the first lines were, 
I know everybody's expecting me to say something great here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's all, what I thought. It was all premeditated. How many drinks in were you? Oh, we, we put down probably about four or five bottles. You're slamming them. And on the way to the reception. That we stopped at an ABC because we ran out. On the, oh. on the way to the reception. Jeez. Well, yeah, from the church to the reception, we had to make a stop because we were out of liquor. That is the best opening line before you walk off the plank Stores. right there. <laughs> I know everybody's expecting me to say something great. <laughs> yeah. So did you start, like, did it involve curse words? Followed by no, puking I and mean, passing no, out. No, I did I mean... <laughs> I just talked about Josh when he, it was just bad. It was bad. It was bad that I thought that everybody thought that I was nobody gave a shit that I was giving a toast. So but. did you did you get a did you get a cheer at the end? Was it like a clap? People was it clapped, an yeah, clap? because I because okay. it was over. I almost cried in the middle of it. It was oh. bad, man. <laughs> I can see you with like the hey, listen, the beer tears. Give a, a speech at your daughter's beer right? tears. That's good. Oh, but that's nice. okay. You could cry at your daughter's wedding. That's I'm not supposed to cry your for my brother's wedding as a bro when I'm like 27. Uh, come on, you're supposed to cry a little no, bit. No, no. You're kind of uh, like his dad. And I remember when we used to <laughs> run around the neighborhood playing. Jailbreak. I remember when we were eating corn dogs at the racetrack. <laughs> Eating beans out of the can. I could have said something there. I'm gonna, I confirmed with your brothers. I'm going to keep it in the tuck. I confirmed with your brothers that there was a racetrack where they were eating. I wasn't there. Though. I know. You can't put that on. And there are no racetracks up north either. Yeah, they, there's no racetrack. They did it here. It was here. No, yeah, they did it here. They were living here. That's why I was in New Jersey. It was a racetrack. All right, so, Ed, Ed, Eddie. Marinaro. Yeah. yeah. So wow. That was one for the ages. Well, it was basically like a Hall of Fame speech. We just pulled an Eddie Marinaro there. <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> I, I kind of felt bad for the guy. Like, listen, it's his moment in the sun. He's having a good time. Right? Yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah. And I did like, like, when the lady came and said. I was about to say that. Yeah. Read it. He, he goes. He, he kind of reacted. Okay. Like no, he, but then he did. No. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he gave her like a bid, you know. That's where the ass of the week. You know why about. he said no? It's because he had like three more minutes of material. Yeah, yeah of course. The good that. stuff's just about to happen. I mean, look at the guy. Look at what he yeah. said. You know, this guy was sitting at home on his lazy boy. He was probably eating a hungry man TV dinner. He gets a phone call. <laughs> Such a deep cut. Hey man, you want to you want to come and present the pick? And he's Zach, like, well, know, of course no. I do. Do you know what a hungry man? No, is? that's how I know it's a deep cut. You know what a kid's cuisine is? Hell yeah, I do. Hungry man is. Kid cuisine for adults, but for yeah. for, yeah. but for the men, yeah. yeah. Kid cuisine for the boys, for big men. Skull. You ever been in, been anywhere baby. with like your grandparent when you were young, or like an adult in general from your family, and they yeah. just start talking? Yeah, at like a family birth. That's what it reminded me. That's of. what like that a was. Birthday party where they just start, and you're just sitting there like, all right. But huh? my, all my grandparents spoke Italian. <laughs> it it reminds me like my uncle was like a pastor. And like we have like family get togethers this house and he just break into like a message yeah. out of nowhere. Oh, and like he was sitting there for twenty five minutes like Holy Yes, it's not good. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like um, um yeah. I was just about I've to say heard how, six times. How long do you think the producer on the side was like like because when they went out they were like, Okay, that's it. Because, like, when do you think yeah. in his tone or in his next thing after what he just said, the producer was like, oh, he's going to be up here No, for they, knew he, had, they yeah. knew he had. They knew he had What I stuff. wanted was I wanted, like, in the old Looney Tune cartoons where they, like, have a hook. Pull them off. No, they needed to bring the Sandman from the Apollo. <laughs> Let's face it. It's better than the alternative. It's better than Mel Kuyper talking for three minutes. All right? This is entertaining. Mel Kuyper was, was weird this whole draft because he was on Zoom, so you just seen him doing a... Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. How do you turn this thing on? It was bad, so. Front-facing camera. That reminds me of our next uh, section that we're going to. Mm-hmm. 
said the first one. Oh, you said And I was like, wait, I, said said, I didn't just said that. Times. So we're supposed mm. to be picking a upset, and I don't even know. Yeah, there we go. You know Whoa. what bothers me? You know what bothers what me? What bothers you? On TikTok, and we got to talk about, in fact, we're going to have. Um, KFC bothers you. That's right. Zach B's. We're, we're going to have. Less uh, than a mile We're going to have Brant. What? We're yeah. going to have Brant from the Wet Slap podcast. Uh, King, nice plug. King's coming to yeah, town. nice plug. We're going to have him on our show because he has to defend himself. Okay. Who? Brant, Brant Brant Lincoln. Lincoln. What did yeah. he do? Because when we were on his show, and I we asked him, "Have you ever had cojones sex? on the he, on the shins?" He kind of said no, but then on TikTok, oh he yeah, kinda, he kind of backtracked he and said, and he said something like, "Well, I didn't know I, what you were talking about, or I I didn't really want to say it." Yeah. yeah, and it just it was listen. Either have so nuts on had, your leg, or you don't nuts have on his leg. Yeah, either you had them on your leg, or, or you, you didn't. don't. You ain't never posted up if you didn't have nuts on your leg, man. Oh, man. I'm not. Well, listen, I think I think the human anatomy. We can all agree if you're getting posted up or posted whatever, there's gonna nuts are gonna hit your leg. No, exactly. Okay? No, what I'm saying is that you don't feel them. <laughs> yeah, you felt them. Listen, you were dude, feeling for. I went existential after the fact, and I thought about the if, scenario, and I'm telling that, that you, that might be even worse. How it looks like in the universe. If you feel them, <laughs> you block it out. Okay, I'm sorry. You, Oh, you what? Blocked it out. I did block it out. No, no, you didn't. You no, you back. remembered no, you it. No, you I brought remember. it back. I brought it back for. No, you for block it out. Any man blocks it out. So Brant Lincoln, wait, Kenneth, wait, wait, wait. Kenneth Rosa, that statement. Kenneth Rosa, right there. come on the show and defend yourself. Mm. What about guys that like nuts on their leg? I, that's fair. All power to them. Are you a guy that likes nuts in your leg? That's I am I'm not. Asking. I'm just saying. Is that the position you said, you're arguing you for? <laughs> no, he goes, any man, any man that has nuts on his leg blocks uh, it out. Yeah, no, I, I'm, if you're that man, I'm hey, fuck it. Good get canceled, Rocky. Go. Yeah, <laughs> do it. I'm good with that. I'm just I'm, saying no, that, I'm on his side. Yeah. I'm blocking it out. I'm. I, it's part of the game. I'm not talking about it. You know what? I'm not going to. My, I'm man enough to admit that if there's not someone like, I don't give a shit. Do I'm your not, thing. I'm Do not your thing. I don't my, care. I don't care that they're there. Yeah. If I dance yes, with a I, guy, I'm blacking it out. Yeah, I, right. I ain't reaching down and grabbing them. I ain't tickling them. <laughs> I'm not going home to my wife and saying, "Hey, Trish, yeah. some guy's nuts up around my back." <laughs> no. Listen, I'm just not hey, talking I'm not about saying, it. Yeah, I, this guy is good looking. I'm not I'm Listen, blacking that out. I'm not thinking about that. Deep down in my brain. Deep. <laughs> Down on my brain. I don't need yeah. to try to bring it up. I'm not but talking wait a about minute. that this with coming, anybody. This coming from a guy who, during the live cast, goes, whoa, he's a good-looking guy. No, he said, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? Ooh. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> All right, so oh, we've got to pick an upset here. You know, this is going to be tough, man. Yeah. No, it's not tough for me. I'm going Sixers. Sixers are upset in the heat. I'm piggybacking, man. I'm sticking Whoa. to my convictions. Sixers and the Mavs. The Mavs are also going to upset the Suns. Well, you can't pick two, you know? Uh, There's four of us. I'm sticking to my convictions. Just pick one. It's not fair. Hey, you can. You, you know can what, turn Phil? Off. I might take all goddamn four now just for you being a prick. How about <laughs> no, that? Oh, I'm a prick. Really How about that? that? I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. I think the best chance any team has is the Celtics. So I'll say the Celtics. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. The the Celtics have the best opportunity. I mean, right now, I don't think in lifetime it's looking too hot for them. Um, actually, they might split the series after this game. But I want to I want to say Mavs. I want to say like the fit. Yeah. 
for for how the Suns playing for for the Mavs having Luca back, it can be like it can be tricky for both those teams. It, it definitely I feel it can be the longest. I feel like Warriors close it up pretty quickly. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. How's it, how's yeah. Aiton doing in the playoffs? That's the he's only matchup well. that I see being a little difficult for Dallas. Aiton's doing well, but the that's the only be- matchup, really. That, that's going to be difficult. Yeah, I, I just feel like the Mavs are one player short. They're just one. Player I think the short. only they're position always, yeah, that the Mavs are better at is with Luca at the power forward. Yeah, but they but they were fighting though. They were fighting a Utah team that <laughs> you know did extremely underwhelm, but played to their advantages for what they had. That's true. Yeah, but. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they get out of this series. Everybody. Sounds- so. So now you guys think the Celtics are the ones that are gonna? I that, think yeah. even though the Bucks dominated Game One, I think the Celtics still have mm-hmm. a They're better the best team to be an underdog. I feel that's my better opinion. chance with Middleton out. I think they might if they could find a way to slow down Giannis. And they got to play Tatum and Brown were both terrible in Game One. Yeah, no, I agree with that, and I do like the Celtics defense when they're fully involved. But Giannis was playing with him the other night. It was yeah. Giannis was a little. He was, bit, totally he was a bully. Little. Yeah, did he say? Yeah. I mean, he pretty much yeah. passed it to himself. And then he put his nuts it. on their legs. <laughs> <laughs> For two guys that are supposed to know basketball, the C's are going to get shut out. Mm. Uh, They're going to get swept. Wow. You think? No, mm-hmm. I'm okay. hoping so oh, I, because I, I not only is it going to happen, I just winked to ensure it. Okay, uh, I picked the Bucks. To I win think the, the whole I thing. think the Heat sweep. Yeah, I did. I think the Heat sweep. Yeah, blasphemy. I'm not going to lie to you, like. Being a Philly fan, like the confidence is like. Have you? Hit or did miss. you watch that game last night? No, I didn't want to. I, I truly did not want. You to You didn't watch see it. that. I watched because you know what they do. They they go up by one at halftime. and go. Oh, maybe maybe I'm wrong for being pessimistic about my team. And then they get blown out in the fourth quarter. Tower Hero wins Sixth Man of the Year. They didn't look it's like they be belonged quick. on the same court with them. Right. That's and what I'm saying. It's like is out. Well, and the thing Kyle is, Kyle Lowry did not play last night either. It's, right. it's he, just hard for Kyle me. Lowry's so, name is not in the MVP talks. I know that, but they also lost. Convincingly, they got to have my my uh, decision to say the Sixers is based on the fact that I believe Embiid's coming back. And yeah, he but could he's come coming back, back with a uh, fucked up thumb yeah. and an orbital fracture. Yeah, if we don't steal a game in Miami, then it's going to be a quick series. My confidence meter is is really low because I don't think Harden's got what it takes to you know. No, Harden, be a good Harden can't do it. When they come back and win the series, he doesn't look right. You're he's a fair weather old. fan. Yeah, he's slowing down. If they down. come back and win the series, I know. I'm not a fair weather fan. I'm just a Philly fan. Like, I mean, we haven't had Maxi the hope. Maxi is fun to watch. Yeah, but watching Miami, especially in Miami, and that they have home court, the swagger that they played with last night, um, just they they look tougher than them. They look yeah. better than them. Right Doc now. Rivers is now like clapping back at the media. Like his patience he, is dwindling. He, I he's think halfway out the door. Yeah, it just like ah, fucking sucks because I feel like he's been a coach for like a million years. <laughs> so Smart is out for game two. Update. Yeah. Oh really? Did he yeah. just, did he just get hurt? Bucks sweep. Well, they're playing right now. The Bucks are or Celtics are also up by like fifteen points. It's all right. <laughs> Mark knows uh, all. It's early. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the show, guys. It was a long one. Yeah, thanks um, for staying with us. Yeah. Listen, we love you guys. Please follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, especially here on YouTube. Like. And uh, hit that Yeehaw. notification bell and please comment. Comment everywhere. 
even if it's something stupid, comment. Dude, right? even yeah. if you agree, you don't always have to disagree. If you, agree occasionally. If you ask <laughs> nice to do the dancey dance, he will do the dancey dance. No, yeah. Mark already yeah. did the dancey dance. That dancey dance was bad. It was, it was pretty bad. Well, you got to practice the dancey dance. Well, dude. my hip was a little stiff. Oh, that, there that was. Nice. There how, it is. How many drinks do you think you had had prior to that dancey dance? Uh, I only had three Miller Lights the entire night. Oh, I was wow. not. I was not feeling up the par. But real quick update, workout update. Peloton got on yet? Yes. No. Yeah. Did you like pedal? <laughs> he just sat on it. No. Drank a Foster's. He didn't pedal. <laughs> no, no he I just tried it out. I had to, I had to <laughs> straddle <laughs> it to move it so I could paint the corner to get the house ready. There you go. <laughs> For sale. I knew there was something more on it to ride it down the stairs. <laughs> 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 but like um, I said, man, like and subscribe. We love you. Yeah. Peace. Thank you.